All right, how are you guys doing? Welcome over here to this episode of Sponsored by Mindbloom. Yes, the world is getting even more strange, it seems, every single day. We have North Korea deciding they're going to literally be sticking boots on the ground inside of Ukraine here shortly. They've ordered North Korea training companies inside of Russia to select personnel to be sent to the eastern part of Ukraine to take part in like a uh, reconstruction effort as a whole. Now, given all these trading companies are actually receiving orders in, in some sort of way, they're, they're going to be affiliated with the military and or public surgeon, uh, service agencies, excuse me, and then it actually seemed the North Koreans are appearing to be sending soldiers and or police officers into the country, not just civilians. No civilians are going to be going. It's going to be soldiers and police officers. Now, the only personnel that are going to be selected for this deployment, we're going to call it, are going to be men between the ages of 19 and 27. So what do I call that? Military age males. Man, I'm falling out of the military age male now. I am now old as fuck, I, I guess. I, I, I'm 30, I'm 33, I feel like it. My eye looks a lot better. Look at this. What are you guys saying about it? I feel good. I can blink around. It doesn't hurt. We're good. The style is starting to go away. Now, North Korea has also stated that they're, they're going to be forcefully responding to any further moves by the United States and or its allies inside the region. Now, the region they're talking about is going to be around North Korea, not inside of Ukraine. Now, of course, they want further in, in, with this with this whole statement. They actually said the responses could actually be and include overwhelming nuclear retaliation. <laughs> okay. Cool. Way to go. They also said the recent exercise by the United States and South Korea have reached what they are calling a red line. No idea what this red line is. I don't think they do either. They just, they just use some words that seem really scary. Red line. Now, you guys also know I showed you guys some PSYOP stuff yesterday, like this one piece. And it was interesting, to say the least. But I will say it was it was, it was something we shall... We're gonna, we, we should be seeing those quite often, I guess, and they're now just starting to surface. And today, we're graced with one that Russia is pushing out, trying to get American volunteers, like American veterans, to volunteer and sign up to fight, yes, with the Wagner Group against Ukraine. Yes, this is a real thing. You were a hero to your country, giving your best years in the army. You dreamed of defeating evil. You dreamed of doing much to make America great again. In reality, you saw criminal others, the destruction of nations, the death of civilians, and all for the will of a bunch of families who thought they were earthly gods, deciding who would live under their robe and who would be destroyed. to realize that this is the side of evil. This is not the America the founding fathers dreamed of. It has become the focus of the evil that is destroying the whole world. And today, the only country fighting this evil is Russia. If you're a true patriot of the very future great America, Join the ranks of the warriors of Russia. Help defeat evil, or it will be too late for everyone. Now that's right there. Sounds like probably one of the worst things that you could possibly, like possibly do as an American. I don't think there's a single person on this planet right now that's going to fight. Like, think about that. 
an American. Why would any American want to go against American-made stuff? That'd be like the wrong thing to do. But you know what? Humans are strange at times, and they're bound to do weird things. So maybe it might be a thing. Maybe maybe they might get one. You know, we had some people go and fight for the jihadist groups in 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 Syria and stuff like that. So maybe just maybe there's some really like crazy guys that are like, you know what? I want to go fight with the Russians, and maybe I'll go fight with the Wagners. Like you know what else? I need, I need to get a shout out to my VIP Patreon members real quick because I sincerely do appreciate the support you guys have given us over the last few months and you guys help us way more than you realize. So thank you so much to A. Martinez, David White, Frank Tigner, 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 Garrett Miller, George, Jason Booker, Mark Burnett II, Rowan Crawford, Sidafril, and this is the way. If you guys want to access the Patreon, it is linked at the very top of the description. You guys will see it. It's always down there. You get access to every single video ad-free and early. And you guys get an exclusive video every single week. And most of the time, they're going to be like combat footage stuff. I can't upload to YouTube, so it's pretty fun. If you guys want to check it out, like I said, it'll be linked at the very top of the description. Go check it out. And thank you so much to everybody on the Patreon side of things. Thank you so much. Now, the Ukrainian military intelligence is reporting that they're beginning to see preparations for a large-scale Russian attack from the Black Sea. Ukrainian defense ministers has stated that the Russians have now mobilized near 500,000 men for a potential offensive, almost a half a million men. He wanted to state that they have officially announced, that is the Russians, that they have 300,000, but the Ukrainians are stating that they're seeing more than that troops, or more troops than that at the border, and that's occurred, uh, apparently according to their assessments. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. We're seeing the Russians attempting to beef up their presence in the southern portion of the country. And now we're seeing the Ukrainian government making it known that there's, in fact, they're facing almost 500,000 men staged for what we're going to call a spring offensive, which honestly could kick off during the, the one-year anniversary of this initial invasion. Because we know the Russians are very, very keen on doing things around certain dates. They like their dates. They like them. They like them. like them. So I, I, I think I could see uh, here in about three weeks, I think I could see it. I really do. But. The only downfall of that, just being a Russian, is the last time you did an invasion during that time, it was not successful. So, probably not the best time, but they like dates. You know, there's no quick fix either for anxiety and depression, but it's, it's like finding a new therapist or, or starting an exercise routine. Not more in regular meditation or a better diet. If you guys hadn't figured it out yet, life healing and becoming a better version of yourself is a process. It doesn't stop. You don't magically just arrive there. Okay, but sometimes you guys need something to unlock your brain, a new way of thinking about and seeing the world. Maybe that is like a guided ketamine therapy from Mindbloom. In fact, Dan, a sales engineer and real Mindbloom customer and believer, says Mindbloom has helped me take back and control my life. I feel free. And you too can feel that freedom. All you guys got to do is go to the top of the description go check them out. Mindbloom is a leader in at-home ketamine therapy for people looking for a new way to treat their anxiety and depression. They combine science-backed medicine with a guided treatment plan that is both affordable and fast-acting. To begin, all you guys to do is, is go take Mindbloom's online assessment and schedule a video consultant. Your video consultant is going to be with a licensed psychiatric clinician. If, you got, if it's approved, you guys will work directly with Mindbloom on your specific treatment plan and you'll be mailed a customized kit that is complete with medicine, a journal, and treatment materials and after two sessions 87% of mind bloom clients are reported to have improvements in depression 85% reported have improvements in anxiety so if you guys struggle with that check them out they'll be linked at the very top of the description it's time to enter the next chapter in mental health and well-being achieve a transformational outcome with mind bloom right now mind bloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six sessions 
And that's it's pretty awesome, honestly. All you got to do is go to mindbloom.com forward slash Rob. Go to mindbloom.com forward slash Rob. Use promo code Rob at checkout and save $100 off your first six sessions. Mindbloom.com forward slash Rob. Use promo code Rob to get $100 off your first six sessions today. And I'm glad we also get to enjoy some of these these big pieces. That it, it, it just sometimes it not only confuses me at times, but it shows there's really no end goal for the so-called special military operation inside of Ukraine. Значит, Западу нужна Украина как плацдарм для нанесения ударов и против России и для того, чтобы Россия потерпела военное поражение. Пойдут на нашу территорию, не пойдут. Если пойдет так вот, как сейчас, то могут и пойти. Это первое. А нам Украина не нужна как плацдарм для наступления туда, на, на, на Запад. Нам Украина нужна как буфер от их наступления, от разной стратегической установки. Отсюда. Что ну, с вами мы... многие не согласятся. Ну, возможно. Угу. Я, 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 Некоторые вот, считают, что как раз буфер нам не нужен, э... а нам нужно вот прям вот, линии да. нам, вот я считаю, что я считаю, что выход на границу э, э, с Польшей угу. э, для нас это достаточная цель. Она была заявлена сначала ну, про в, в ходе э, операции. Ну, некоторые считают, вот надо идти дальше на страны НАТО и так далее. Я не буду сейчас обосновывать. Я думаю, что у нас нет для этого ни возможности даже потом с этими странами что-то там делать вообще с этими территориями. Now the beauty of seeing these kind of clips is in fact we get to see a glimpse into how delusional these type of people really are when, when they're trying to spew misinformation on Russian state TV or just Russian TV in general. Like you would think the West was, was wanting to use apparently this, this so-called Ukraine springboard. Okay, why, why would we want to do this? Like, why, why would we want to about a different way just to attack Russia? We could have went so many different ways instead of doing like this. This is super expensive. Right? Russia was one of the ones, actually, excuse me, not one of the ones. Russia is the one who entered Ukraine almost a year ago and hasn't made any real significant gains. I really do, I do enjoy how she said that they're just now using Ukraine as like a buffer, as if they aren't going to have like, I, 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 don't, I don't really know. Like, they're giving it all, their, all they have right now inside that country, and they can't even hold it inside of the ground. So what, what do you mean they're using it as a buffer? There was no need for a buffer. Them taking Crimea was basically them to create that bridge to actually have infiltration in the southern portion of the country. They're not going to stop if they continue to push. They got to be smothered. They got to be smothered and put out. Kind of like a cigarette. You know, like when you, I haven't smoked in, in over 10 years, but you know what I mean? You got to put it out. Just get that thing out. That's what I think of. But you know what? Our main guy, our favorite Russian is back at it doing things he loves to do. And that is, of course, getting overly mad about things while he sits at his nice warm office telling Russian soldiers they need to lay down their lives for the motherland. Вот эти ребята там на передовой, когда они с интересом слышат о том, что да, все просто, все фигня, все не так, да мы сейчас все танки голыми руками. Да не, ребят, никакими голыми руками ничего не бывает. И у них, у врагов, хорошая техника, и все НАТО им поставляет. И вот сейчас пошла информация, что будут и там уже с дальности 150 километров, и враги поставят все это. Вообще они дадут им все. Пока мы с ними не разберемся, жестко и ясно. Притом с ними это не с Украиной. С ними это с Западом. Так же, как, например, меня удивляет, что существует там, человек по фамилии Науседа, который требует не бояться России отправлять Украине любое оружие. А потом, когда Литвы не будет, он скажет, а нас-то за что? Мы им дали право существовать. I go ahead and hold on a second. I, I think I may have missed something. 
because he, he isn't talking about Ukraine and he isn't talking about the West. Uh, he has to be talking about NATO. I don't really know. What, 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 did, did he misspeak? Excuse me, or am I an idiot? I really don't know. Ну, значит, это право надо забирать. Эти страны не справились с независимостью. Они нас не победили. Мы как же с доброй воли, зачем-то им дали независимость. И теперь они наши враги, которые осознанно призывают к уничтожению нашей страны, нашей культуры, нашего народа. Это нацистские государства, которые почему-то до сих пор мы не признали на официальном уровне нацистскими государствами. Не разорвали полностью с ними дипломатические отношения. Это страны, которые, в принципе, нарушают решение Нюрнбергского трибунала. Почему мы миримся с их существованием? Для меня вопрос. Okay, now I get it. I think, I guess, he's talking about the countries that split from Russia, possibly. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I was a tad confused there where he was going with it. I think he kind of went off course, and he kind of came back, and I don't, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Even if he veered off course, we ended up talking about Nazis. Every single country is full of Nazis, pretty much. I should, I should literally have a... A button I just hit, I just spews Nazi stuff like all because that's that's all they talk about Nazi-based countries and they need to be eliminated off the map. That's that's all we hear over and over and over again. Так, хочу изменить настроение. И слушайте, меня конечно еще бесит. В начале, когда мы операцию начали, пикнуть сволочи боялись, что здесь, что за рубежом. Теперь обнаглели. И главное, чем мне нравится наши здесь все. Вот, не надо говорить про ядерное оружие. Что вы такое говорите? Какое ядерное оружие? Министр обороны Ллойд Тосин приезжает в Сеул и говорит, да если что, мы захреначим и таким оружием, и ядерным. И все так тихо сели, прям молчат. Ну вот уже поставляют любое оружие американцы. Любое. А мы их долбанные суда не топим с Брэдли. Они нам северные потоки взрывают, а мы говорим, нет, ну вы что, мосты, это так важно, прекращайте. Мы нахрен не сносим эти кварталы в Киеве, ни черта не делаем. Все, чего-то, вот цирлих-манирлих разводим. А пацаны на передовой воюют. Okay, well, I'm glad he, had to, he went on and changed his mood, because this guy is, is my favorite. He wanted to do his normal rage. Okay, I will say, we get them all worked up here in America. Because he thinks he, like, he is not realizing that here the fact that America is uh, answering Russia's aggression by helping a weaker country defend itself. That's all we're doing. That was, it's that simple. If you didn't invade a country and want to expand and take over Ukraine, you wouldn't have the issues you're having right now. 100%. There would be no problems. But the problem is that the fact they cannot lose a war or, or their image is going to be shot or Putin is going to be out. Failure isn't an option for them, but it's going to happen. Unfortunately, failure is going to happen. It's bound to happen for you. Like, I'm talking to Russia. It's going to happen. Понимаете, война у них против НАТО. Война. И воюют они блестяще. Просто блестяще. Тем, что им дает наша великая военная промышленность, которые годами загоняли под лавку все эти гребаные экономисты, засранцы, Которые рассказывали, да не надо нам никакого ВПК, да поменьше денег надо на это давать. Да вы что? Да кому это надо? Как Помни, как Борько Надеждин блеял эту хреноту. И сейчас, главное, мы произвели, у нас тактическое ядерное оружие. У нас то, у нас все. И всегда говорят, не, ну что, ну зачем, не дай бог. А нахрена тогда было государственные деньги использовать и производить такой запас ядерного оружия? Оружие сдерживания? Ну и кого сдержала? Абрамсы, леопарды? 
Ракеты с радиусом действия 150 километров. Уничтожение северных потоков. Теракт на Крымском мосту. Убийство Дарьи Дугиной. Ни хрена никого это не сдерживает, если это не применяют. Поэтому достал пистолет, стреляй. Взялся, ходи. А мы газ поставляем. Нет, мы тут... А, да, я понимаю, в дружные страны. А у нас получается любая страна, которая бабки дает дружественная. But yes, a country that is willing to do business with Russia should be considered a friend of, of, of Russia. And, and, and they should be taking as much money as they possibly can from everybody that's willing because they need it. They need to fund this little pet project of Putin's. Like 100%, it needs to happen. They need it. I, I will say, though, the sanctions, I don't believe, are working as, as, as well as Americans or, or the Biden administration thought they were going to. Yes, They had, I think it was like negative 2.2% GDP growth last year. That is the Russians. I think they're going to have 0.3% this year. But they're going to have, they're, they're estimating they're going to have 2.1% next year, which is going to be a faster growing rate than America, by the way. Just so everybody is aware. In 2024, right now, economists are projecting that Russia is going to have a faster GDP growth than America. I don't know if it's because they struggled for two years and then kind of came back, kind of like whenever we talk about here in America, that we've added like 5 million jobs. That's always the most goofy statistic from, from the last year or so because a lot of those jobs are the ones that are just coming back from COVID times. So we're not, we're not adding real jobs. Let's, all, let's just be blunt about that. We haven't added any real jobs there. It was just people are getting their jobs back, and, and yeah, we might be adding some, but not adding 5 million. Let's, let's be real. I know the economy here in America is like, I'm going to say mediocre at best right now. And I just, when, I, when I read that stat, it kind of blew my mind. Like my mind ended up on the back wall. That's how much it blew it. It was a wall. What the heck is going on? Anyway, let's move on. I know it's super random thought there for me. Um, I know I, I come out and hit you guys with those every once in a while. Mapping today is going to be somewhat short, not because there's not um, anything super significant going on. It's just not a lot of massive progress. There's one giant thing, though. One giant thing I want you guys to take note of. You guys remember the main route that leads out of Bakhmut heading north? Seems there might be a little bit of issues going on here for the Ukrainians. This town right here, Mikulivika which, my God, I know I jacked the name of, but that one right there is now being hit from the north and from the east. So it's being hit from two sides. So I assume this is going to fall very soon, and we're going to see the Russians advance, most likely take this, hold it, and then continue to push. That's most likely what the course of action is going to be here. We also have them pushing towards this main intersection. It's one that I talked about multiple times. It's going to be very, very, very important to hold. And it seems they have actually made it across the road and now controlling and hitting Krasnohora from like three different sides. Okay. Three different sides. How long are they going to be able to hold this? I have no idea. They've held it pretty, they've held it really long right now, but Bachmann itself. I, I told you guys they need to hold it, but I don't know how long they're going to be able to, to hold this off. They're being hit all along these areas right here. Look at all this. All they're here is all being hit, and they're all moving like this. When are the Ukrainians going to be forced to make this, this E-40 route and take it out of there? Or shift the men all the way through here like this and set up a new defensive line like this? Like, when is that going to happen? Well, that map looks really confusing, but you guys get what I'm going there. When is it going to happen, and what, what, what's it going to take? Are they going to hold it? Like I said, the longer they hold it, The larger in, uh, infliction of, of pain they're going to put on the Russians. Um, I know you know the Russians are actually putting some un unarmed, or excuse me, how do I want to put this? They're not UAVs, um, unmanned tank, unmanned tank. There we go. 
like an unmanned tank that's actually being deployed right now inside of Bachman. I think they're actually, or not in the Bachman backtrack, in this region. They're going to be doing this, and I don't know how successful these are going to be. And I only saw this this morning, and I think it's actually in response because they're getting Abrams. They want to be like, okay, cool, now we're going to launch these things. I saw them. They look really weak, really frail. The I mean, I can all overlay some video for you guys right now. They look really weak and frail. The tracks look really tiny. They do look really light, which is a good thing. So they probably don't take a lot of fuel. But the problem is they don't, like, what's, what's the range on them? Like, you probably can't be too far away from those things. They can only be driven in type of certain, certain conditions. Can't, like, there's going to be a lot of issues with that. But anyway, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I do love you guys. Thank you so much. I will see you guys tomorrow with another episode. I am out of here.